Uh, welcome to Absolute Comics, the show right here on the Comic Story Podcast Network that airs every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. I sit down with Sal and we go over the news within the world of comic books and the comic books that we've read, that we do. We do that a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by G Fuel. No codes going on right now, but by the time this airs elsewhere, it's going to be doing BOGO this weekend. Buy one, get one free. And there's a bunch of cool new flavors. I don't know which of them are embargoed. So check back this weekend, because I don't know what I could tell you about. But there's stuff. <laughs> you can drink it, presumably. I, it's, in, it's on its way to my house. I don't, know right. if I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is. Sweet. It's a new flavor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm playing it safe. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So anyway, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing the entire Spider-Man No Way Home trailer hoopla. The leak, the, the rumors, the, the suggestions, the whole thing. Uh, we're then going to be talking about the Shang... Ooh, excuse me. Uh, the Shang-Chi embargo lifted and Rotten Tomato reviews have begun to get posted. Yep. Uh, it looks like it's got a fresh rating, but that always happens when the movies first came out. We'll talk about it when it's there. Um, Superman is turning gay? Huh? They've I, announced that they may be making Jonathan Kent Superboy slash Superman gay. We'll talk about that when we get to that one. Interesting decision, but okay. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever has added Dominique Thorne to its cast, the actress who played Ironheart in the MCU. And Chip Zdarsky announced that Daredevil isn't canceled to 36. It's an explosive finale, and it's on pause, which just ties into a lot of my ideas, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. Mm -hmm. uh, there was one more. Oh, uh, Venom got pushed back as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Boba Fett's ship now has a official name. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still Slave One. But anyway. It did have an official name. It's been on all the boxes of the <laughs> yeah. toys that you can buy them on and uh, whatever. Okay. So before we get into the news, though, let's talk. Have you read anything you want to talk about, Sal? Uh, th like that's fresh, like brand new. I read Superman 78, number one. Uh, it's... Better than Batman 89, but, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, I don't know how much longer I'll be reading this book, but I did enjoy what I read. You know, it's it's fun, it's nostalgic, it, it's also competently written, you know, it's like, it, it's written to be both homage to that universe of the Donner movies, but also uh, a comic book you can, like, read and follow. Uh, the art is, like, a little, you know, a little simplistic, but it, it, it conveys the emotion that you're, that you're going for. And, right. uh, and so I appreciate it. I was like, this is, a, this is a valiant effort. So good for you. All right. I've read a whole bunch recently. I don't know which of it's current. Like right. that's what I was just trying to pull up. Cause I'm pretty sure I was playing catch up on a lot of things that are <laughs> already, you know what I mean? Like they're already oh, totally. out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, like uh, Kang, you know, that there's a new mini series for Kang the Conqueror that uh, just came out. Um, I like it. But it is, if you look at it, it's just Rick and Morty. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh this is just Rick and Morty. Oh, no. <laughs> Rick and Morty's popular. We got to make that. We got to make that thing Yeah, popular. yeah. But the art's uh, really phenomenal. Um, yeah. No, I'm looking at my reading list right now, which is none of this came out recently. So, uh, yeah, I've just yeah. been reading comics. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Nightwing. Great. I got to read the finale of that. I heard it was oh, good. I did hear it was good. It's, phen yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. So... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. I mean, I'm getting caught back up. See, what people don't realize is I was just on, like, a pseudo break for, like, a last month and a half. That's I right. went on an official vacation, and then we came back and decided to redo the entire set, and that's been delayed for three weeks. Yeah. So I've had a very chill August. <laughs> like, nothing <laughs> has gone on. That's I'm, fine, because August is a lousy time for streaming, so might as well. Yeah, it's, it's a lousy time in general. Like, nothing huge happened in comics in general. Yeah. Dark Ages has been announced. I'm excited about that. Yeah, when the hell's that coming? <laughs> I don't know. But I played catch-up on most of the books that have come out. Um, Robin, I thought the portrayal of Ra's al Ghul as just this, like, hobo bum on an island was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was decided. Right, right. But, uh, you know, well, you know... We've seen we've seen Raish in one form or another. We'll see him get back to back to basics soon enough. You know, Williamson is a big fan. I know he'll uh, I know he'll do us right. Yeah, I'm gonna make some camera adjustments here so Dan can be annoyed and he's trying to edit this. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just been keeping up generally. Uh, I've been reading a lot of manga, but it's mostly for research. I got to figure out which books I'm enjoying, which books I'm not liking. Um, I've I'm noticing just a lot of trends in the manga where they just like to explain their entire title. Like uh, the one that I pulled up today, which I have to research in on and research. Uh, 
Call Girl in Another World? Like, why is this a whole title? But <laughs> Well, I, you know, it's funny because is that – how old is that book? Because you'll notice that a lot of uh, recent independent comic books and Western comics have – begun to do that trend where it's like we only find them when they're dead the nice house on the lake something is killing the children yeah like what did we just give up naming things now it's just the thing like the guy who can fly and also bend steel uh the dude with the dark you know i don't know the dude who dresses (laughs) like a bat in a city uh the woman of wonder from an island of women. Like, look at this one. I, I didn't buy this one for research at all, but it's it's recommended. In another world with my smartphone, volume <laughs> one. <laughs> Just how about we be creative a little bit? Okay, this is the worst one. Azure skill. The guild member with a worthless skill is actually a legendary assassin. No, that that's is not the a title. title. There's no way. <laughs> That has to be a description that's just in the wrong place. Bofurry, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. And then and then you have more classic ones. Black Summoner. Black Summoner. Like, that's a title? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the human being who hangs out with aliens and uses a green magic ring to fight on, to fight other aliens. Like, we were just talking about that YouTube channel that I found where they do that same thing where they give you descriptors for the movies. We're just moving into an era where nobody... We're in a titled. TikTok era where in five seconds you need to know exactly what's going on. So they're all like, well, why don't we just name our, our products exactly what they're about? Right. Why like, put any effort into it anymore? No, well, because there's no time. I don't have time for subtlety. I need to just sell it to you. I only have, <laughs> I have four seconds before you're gonna before you're gonna scroll or swipe. So I gotta move on. Come on. <laughs> Chilling in another world with level two cheat superpowers. Ooh, cool. Volume one. <laughs> the, the premise. The title. Nailed it. I hate it. I hate. I don't like this trend at all. And I could just keep going. Like, I'm looking for ones with the <laughs> obnoxiously large names. Because, like, so, love me for who I am. Okay. My darling next door. One Piece. Who's heard of One Piece? It's only in <laughs> volume 97. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This one, like, Skeleton Knight in another world. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's supposed to be said that way? Like, supposed I think to be, so. It's just to read it in that way? Yeah. Yeah. In another world. Skeletonite in another world. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, but I'm going through some of these. I'm enjoying a few of them. I'm not enjoying some of them. I'm going with what everyone's saying is popular. But it actually led me to a quick discussion I wanted to have with you, which I'm going to use to, to pad out our episode today. <laughs> Great. As a, as a segue here, Sal. There's a segue. Okay. All right. So I, I've recently, and I'm going to do a, a really in-depth discussion with this with Andy and Dan. So Dan should totally pay attention because this is going to help him when we do this discussion. Um so a lot of people like to argue manga's killing comic books, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. But whenever someone tells me that, they're always like, yeah, look at Dragon Ball, One Piece, <laughs> My Hero Academia, yeah. Attack on Titan, These Dragon 35-year-old Ball. properties. Well, no, they're not. A lot of them aren't. Like, Attack on Titan's not that old. The last two, the first three you mentioned are like. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm naming them for a reason because these are the ones that everyone always likes to recommend. Sure. Um, for in the case of Dragon Ball, it just goes on giant hiatuses till they have plot. Sure. Everyone, I, I noticed. So going through this list of popular ones, which is what I've been doing for our manga historian project. I'm, yes. Okay, these are the popular ones. I got to see what they are. Yeah. They all fall into the category of shonen. Shonen, if you don't know, is generally a storyline about a kid or a teenager or adult who is a nobody and nobody likes to talk to them and they're the worst people on the, the guild slash mech team slash superpower group or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, look at My Hero Academia. Deku doesn't have any powers at the beginning. Right. And the story is basically about this guy's journey to become a overly powered hero by the end of the tale uh-huh. and defeat the ultimate villain with some secret hidden power he didn't know he had. Right. Very popular premise. It happens in almost Everything. every manga that's considered popular. Yep. Okay, and the ones that are always in the popular listings. Like, I can even go into manga right now and just tell you what the biggest sellers over here on Comixology are. Mm-hmm. Because they are the, those titles in general. People like to say that, that that's killing uh, comic books right now. Mm. And that the stories in manga are so much better. <laughs> right. I, the trend I'm noticing is the stories in manga the ones that everyone considers popular are generally the same premise. Yep. And people don't seem to realize that this premise existed in American comic books 60 years ago when these things started. Yeah. 
The story of Spider-Man being a high school kid who's down and out and gets ripped and that was Spider-Man and they've done the story. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, the reality is like I I've not necessarily heard that that manga is like the reason why Western comics are doing badly. It's more that like how come Western comics can't just do what manga does. Manga outsells them every day. And it's right. like that's well, the argument I always hear. Yeah, and it's like, shut up. I'm so sick of hearing it. But here's why. Like, yes, manga outsells Western comics. Also, manga is culturally predisposed to be accepted by an entire society. Like, yeah. Japanese society has accepted manga as not something for children that should be derided or made fun of. There is a myriad of categories that you can choose from that appeal to all walks of life, just like Western comics, but it's been normalized in their society. And as a result, they have a leg up in terms of comparison. It's apples and oranges. Manga and Western comics are not the exact same thing, nor do they appeal to the same demographics, nor uh, do their sales match in any way. And it's just like, you can't just apply one to the other. You you can't just tell like Marvel. That's the point I'm getting at right now. You can't apply one to the other. Yeah. there's a number of other reasons why manga can win and whatever, but from accessibility sure. to how yeah. convoluted. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. I'm oh, sorry. no, just, to... yeah, like, because cause manga, you know, yes, by and large, manga has, you know, a beginning, middle, and end, that, except for the ones that don't, you One know. One piece. Right, exactly. Bleach. Dragon Ball, like, everything. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just feels like there's a, there's a lot. Like, everybody always says, oh, manga has an ending, so, you know, it's better. And it's like, there's a, there's a ton of manga that, or, or anime that have never ended or should have ended long before they did and right. you know so that's not applicable it's, it's just that like western comics have a stigma socially and culturally and uh, it requires work to 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 fix that and that's the problem if marvel and dc said guess what batman's ending tomorrow it's ending we're gonna manga it we're going to end Batman, you know, like literally, like if we were like, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to end Batman and it's going to be this thing and it's just going to be stopped. And then the next thing will be the next thing. And it's just like, that's not going to work. It's not like all the manga readers are going to go, oh, look over there in this totally different bracket. They're, <laughs> they're doing something. They're doing something like what I like to read. I'll just jump over there and the, and the sales will quadruple. Like that's there's no reality where that's going to happen. It, I'm it's just, pretty sure we just lost our stream. No, we're live. Stream, rip stream. Oh, we back. Okay. Well, we were, but we were, we did go down. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Dan can cut around this. But no, anyway, you cool. were saying, yes. Oh, just, I, I agree with you 100%. Just doing what they do in manga, which is the point I'm making. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you're agreeing with it. It would not work. You can't just come back. And you could. They tried it. It's the ultimate universe. It did very well. Yeah. You can't just reset the heroes and well, do it, that intro story again. It kind of did well. Like, it did well until it didn't. You know, like, right, because it went on too long. <laughs> well, it went on too long, or the creative team was like just just not the right fit. But it, was, it, it, it did work. Like, yeah. that was a successful experiment. And then they just never ended it. And for those <laughs> who are in the chat are being like, oh, Bleach did end, uh, Bleach came back. <laughs> Bleach yeah. came back last week. Yeah, and if and it came, came back, it never it's ended. Not, it's not technically like the pickup and the continuation, but it's the pickup and the continuation. So mm-hmm. yeah, for everyone who's sitting there in the chat, because I, I just watched our chat, be like, oh, Betty, Bleach came to an end. You're right. And it's back. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what also ended? Dragon Ball. And it's back. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like everyone forget Dragon Ball ended, Z ended, it was over. But now we have Super, so it's, it's Super is a different thing, Sal. So oh, totally different. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not indistinguishable from the other show. Yeah, yeah, or or book. No, no, not at all. No, it's it's totally not. Now they just have blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bragging, but I am a huge Dragon Ball fan for the record. <laughs> That's fair. Um. So anyway, moving on to the next topic here. I just thought I, I wanted to segue into that because I thought and I'm glad you picked up on it because I, I hear that complaint a lot. Oh, America comics should just be. I would uh, for the record. I want to say right now, I would kill if they would just have a new writer start Spider-Man's story over. Right. And just tell a new story with it. I would. Uh, they've done it a couple times with those out of continuity ones. Yeah. I've loved it almost every time. I would love if they would just start the story over and start it again. So I think that's part of the reason I'm a big fan of DC, because they do pseudo resets. Yes. 
That's like, right. okay, cool. All right, we're starting over. I, I could jump on here with a new plot, new story. Yeah. So Marvel just never ends, which becomes a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see it. I see the issue, uh, but Marvel also will provide alternatives. You know, like, it doesn't always, but it has in the past, and there are there are methods through which they can achieve both goals like you can continue spider-man while also ultimizing spider-man or you can make him spider-man india or spider-man 2099 or you know or spidey that series where it was clearly out of continuity and the funniest part about this argument is when marvel tries to do this yeah like when they make miss marvel or brand new superheroes and you start with the hero's journey which is what you all want to see that's what you want everyone goes ah but i want spider-man back like (laughs) yeah um, okay, because I know our, our YouTube comments are going to make the same comment as the Twitch. Okay, look, we're playing on semantics here on the soup, on the Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z ended. The creator left. They brought in another guy to do GT. GT is panned across the board. We've removed it from continuity because Akira Tor- Toriyama, Tor- Tori, I, I, I can't say his name properly. <laughs> the creator was like, no, I don't want GP, GT to be the end of my legacy. I'm going to do Super. So technically, Super is the continuation of Z. It is the continuation is my point. Z ended. They tried to continue it because it was a cash cow. That tanked, so they came back. Nobody wants Super Saiyan 3, red Goku with like hair everywhere like a monkey. No one wants that. We want Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Okay? Jeez. Oh, I'm going Ultra Instinct on you. All of you in chat. That's why I watch Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> All right. Let's go with the big topic of the day. Okay. Sp- Spider-Man trailer got leaked, which for the record, yeah, I, I want to say that was the worst leak I have ever seen. Someone's life is over for the lamest leak I've ever seen. Like, like so on lame. a phone with some guy talking over it and whoever had its name flashing on it constantly. Oh, you watermarked it with your real name? What's wrong with you? You've just destroyed your entire career for for what? For what? Yeah. <laughs> I and I like for the record, I am be, I don't care about spoilers to do this job. You really can't overall. We can try to avoid them, but they're going to get out. So, I saw that like, all right, well, I'll watch it and see what the deal is. I don't right. care about trail. I'll just enjoy what I got. And I'm sitting there watching it like, what what is even happening? Like, yeah. What is even happening? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I did not watch it, but I also waited. You know, it, it dropped. I waited 24 hours. I got a full HD trailer. I was surprised. I got to see the whole thing without being ruined or spoiled. I I knew that there were going to be some appearances only because there were leaked images that had already been pushed in my Twitter feed that I had seen. Um, so I knew about appearances i don't want to give it away until we say we're doing it but like well yeah we're i yeah. mean that's go you can go say that because so what happened after that after this leak happened and the internet blew up over this leak which once again still it's literally somebody if you hadn't seen it i'm not yeah. gonna say what happens to the leak no, the no leak, i did I, I did watch it after i saw the trailer i'm like all right let's see let's see this leak and i was like right. oh that sucks <laughs> it's not even fully cg'd it's like an early copy of the leak of the yeah. trailer yeah. Uh, but it's somebody watching it like this. Yep. Well, filming it. somebody like, else filming it like this. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, I mean and, and listen, like, you know, it's the, the issue, the takeaway isn't when you're going to leak the trailer, leak an HD version, you know? Like, <laughs> no. But if you're going to ruin your career, do at least make it worth everyone's while. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I guess Cause that, maybe cause like everyone's now like this guy's a hero because he forced Sony to release the trailer, right? No, and I, yeah, no, I, I don't think that I don't think that was the case. I don't think they that that that, that their hand was forced. No, well, it, it, here's the thing, because like CinemaCon was apparently yesterday or something. Like they were showing the trailer to a board or to some uh, you know investors or something and so the trailer was finished and they were going to show it anyway like maybe maybe Feige knew it and that's why he made it the anniversary on Wanda's calendar and WandaVision like for all we know it was always the plan to release it on Tuesday Monday so here's my theory and I have not mentioned it to you before this okay I think all of that was planned Think about this for a moment. You get the internet to blow up on Monday with a leak. Yes. That leak wasn't fully CG'd. It was poorly thing, and you have somebody mm-hmm. talking over it. To immediately release the full version the next day, which coincides with the WandaVision date on the calendar. Right. I don't know. I feel like because there was a real person's name on the leak, 
that really is like indicative of it being a real leak. I I think that the leak of the trailer right before the trailer's release is the result of an like just an over ambitious, overly excitable fan base that has like demanded more than it should be. Like I think that the I think we we as a, we as a we as a fandom have have reached a point of excess and it's like you've you've pushed it too far. Like this this person who leaked the trailer, I think they did it legitimately. I think that was a real leak. Yeah, I really do. I I, I I I I suspect it was a legitimate leak, and the person felt like they they bought into the fervor and the hype, and they were just like, yeah, yeah okay, I, I got it. And it's like they would be like carried on the shoulders of the internet, and instead it was just like, it's too small. Ugh, it's not finished. I hate this. This person's name on it. Let's tweet about them. Let's tell everybody who their what their name is. Let's get them fired. Like yeah. it, it just it just blew up in their face, and then Sony slash Marvel was like, I guess we'll just put it out. Like I guess we'll just put the trailer out. I mean, might as well. Or it was the worst timing in the universe, and it's like I'm gonna leak the trailer the day before the trailer was gonna come out. <laughs> well, worst timing. I mean, could have also been like if it wasn't if it wasn't a planned marketing push to get Spider Man's name constantly rotating through everyone's lips. Yeah. Um, it could also be Sony being like, you know what? Screw you. Here's the real trailer. No one's going to talk about your leak past a day. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Could, could easily been that. Like, we have it. Do you think your version's better than the full HD CG one? Yeah. It's a great It's a great way to, to silence that and to just quietly deal with it. I don't know. I, I just... The... the, 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 the all of the discussion about the trailer leading up to the leak was so just just mind numbing like i it was so deafening like every 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 pundit every critic every personality was just like when are we going to get this trailer like they were owed anything and i, I don't know yeah. i'm just like like every day they're like when are we going to get a trailer and i'm like more like boy i'm excited for this movie to come out like because that's what a trailer does it just gets you hyped for the movie you're hyped i i, I here's a genuine uh, like theory about this i think that the only people who were clamoring for a trailer were content creators who were like, oh, it's summer and I need something to speculate about. Right. And, and they just tried to like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. We're probably going to make a video a week over it. Absolutely. Marvel in DC speculating and all the stuff in that trailer. Right. right so here's the 10 seconds we're discussing this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you think MJ's eating for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where it is. Right. And it's just like, Here's the thing, I wasn't part of that. I can I can solemnly swear that I was not part of the like let's get this trailer out there. When are we going to get this trailer? Like I just I just wasn't part of the conversation and it's just because I, I was I like I wasn't cuz I'm I, not a fan of trailers. Well, I don't I, don't, I, I like trailers, but like I don't care enough to like get upset about one except when it comes to it like damaging the culture. Yeah. Uh, and and in this case I think that like I think that personalities online kind of force the trailer to exist. Because they were like, we need content. We need everyone to get really excited like and agitated. And it was just, I haven't seen this level of like, when are we going to do this trailer since like Phantom Menace? When they were like, hey, when are we going to find out about Star Wars? And it's like, that's a reason to get excited. It's like the first time you're seeing Star Wars in 20 years. Yeah. Another Spider-Man movie is inevitable. Like, just stay alive <laughs> long enough and you'll see another Spider-Man movie. Oh, just like Batman. We're going to get another Batman movie. Even, right, if, like, even if this Robert Pattinson one didn't exist, we're going to get another Batman movie. I got to tell you, like, I I'm hyped for that Batman movie. Like, I forgot there was a trailer. You know, I was no, like, I'm sure I forgot. <laughs> right. And then I watched it again and I'm like, yeah, it's still pretty dope. Can't wait. You know, but like, <laughs> that's the end of the conversation. I, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing just makes me sick, honestly. <laughs> I do want to, our chat is going that, yes, uh, a, a, a Zin is Sony. He works for Sony. We know. How, how do you who, how do you think he got the trailer? Do you think they just sent it to random people? <laughs> no, I, I think somebody was like, I didn't hear that he got fired. I didn't hear anything. Like, what, what are you talking about? Where are you getting this information? And I'm like, dude, like, I'm you, man, with a webcam. I don't know. I don't work there. I get the same friggin' sources that you do, you know? Uh. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> just so the trailer itself we both thought was amazing yeah it does there's it. a lot of speculations we filmed an entire 30 minute video that will be up on absolutely marvel in dc probably within the next three hours and we didn't even touch on any everything no no we're gonna do more we're gonna do more videos. 
And we I, had 30 I, minutes. I had to start wrapping up the video. Uh, you did. You're, I was like, there, but there's so much to talk about. Uh, but I didn't want to. Uh, you're right. It, it needed to end. It was just we got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna spend three hours talking about the trailer. Just wait till the movie comes out, guys. Ten hour special with Benny and Sal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. But uh, welcome to our <laughs> massive watch time. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if it you know if it blew up, I'd be like, yeah. But like, if people are gonna watch that the same as if they were to we were to pitch a new Superman movie, like then we'll just pitch a Superman movie. Like we'll just create rather than just talk about. This oh, that's trailer. a great idea for that channel. We should do that. We should right? definitely start pi- creating our versions of Superman and Batman. They our own superhero movie. I like it. We're doing have it you, now on top. Have you seen these people? Be our there, show. There's a there's a TikToker who's like, well, I spent the weekend rewriting Age of Ultron, and I'm like, why? Yeah, I don't get that stuff. My God. The only ones I do like is, was it, I think, Nando versus Movies. He makes yeah. a series where it's like one scene change. Like, I've seen I I've like seen that. his videos do that. But that's like, there's a whole video of it. It's just somebody being like, I wrote this thing that you'll never see that like doesn't matter. And I yeah. can never sell. And I don't own. And let's talk about what I would have done differently. And I'm like, who I cares? I keep seeing tweets for that Spider-Man film, Lotus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I'm waiting for them to, like, I, I get what they're doing, but they're super hyping themselves up. And I'm like, I, I hope Disney lets you finish. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I only, you guys I, seem to be putting a lot of work into this. So I'm kind of excited to see it. And I hope you get to finish it. Right? Seriously. Because <laughs> a, so, a lot of time and money and effort went into it. So I have a big question for you, Sal, before we move on to the next topic here about wow, Super Let's hear it, yeah. It's evolving as Spider-Man. Okay. With all of this happening, how soon do you think that I'm going to get a Spider-Man Fortnite skin out of this movie? <laughs> Has Sony done that? Is there a Venom skin? Yes. Okay. Then, like, <laughs> really soon. Probably, like, by October. And he, you get both Venoms. You get Spider on the chest Venom and no Spider and, on and the And movie Venom? Venom? Oh. <laughs> then, then I would assume that, like, by December you'll have a Carnage skin. Uh, and I would assume as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, well. I'd say October, you'll get a Spider-Man skin. I, because they did Free Guy, too. You can get Dude. <laughs> Sweet. Catchphrase. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Venom one, then, since you brought that up. Uh, Venom got pushed back. Well, and, and that's the other thing, is uh, Dan mentioned this uh, in, in our private chat, where it's like, it's not official, but... We're we're pretty we're pretty sure that Venom has been pushed back to the Morbius release date. So instead of it coming out, I don't know November. I don't remember when the hell Venom was supposed to come out anymore. October originally September. They pushed it back three weeks. Yep, into October, um, and now it's uh, in theory the January theory is January twenty second. Yeah. The end of January. I Ugh. think this is still COVID. I think this is still yeah. the pandemic. Like Sal and I are going to be doing Absolute Comics live at abs- at, uh, at New York Comic Con on October seventh at five p.m. Yeah, room to be announced on our Twitter. Um, but even that, when they asked if we'd do it, I responded with provided nothing major changes. Yeah, I, I'm just going to cancel if they're like, and New York's on lockdown. Right, you know, <laughs> and New York. By the way, New York Comic Con. I should mention, you know, because I can imagine people being like, "What? How are responsible?" New York Comic Con is going to have uh, you. You must provide a vaccine card, yeah, in order to gain entrance, not to register, not to buy a ticket, to get in the building, or a mask or something like well, that. You, like, it's it's both. <laughs> it's you have to have a vaccine card and you have to wear a mask. Okay, because I'm uh, my little mandate for my team was going to be re- keeping their masks on. So oh sure, yeah, we're and, going and to the most gonna hot have to. spot in all of it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. So yeah, uh, we're we're gonna do that. Uh, I I think that the thing about the Venom push is Sony has gotten into the billion dollar game, and you know Venom made them a billion dollars. So Venom is the Venom is it? Venom's the hot ticket, right? Into the Spider-Verse got them their Oscar, so they know to make animated movies about Spider-Man, and Venom made them a billion dollars, so Venom is the is the is their property that they can make a billion dollars off of. And they really spent to make Let There Be Carnage a big deal. And look, yeah. like it shows cuz cuz Carnage looks spectacular. Yeah. I think it's they're also, like It's also why I don't think we're going to get a Spider-Man crossover until Venom starts not making a lot of money. Right. They're going right. to milk Venom alone as long as they can. Why not? I mean, oh, or yeah. or they'll get Miles in there, you know, and they'll be they'll have their Spider-Man. But either way, uh, I think that... Once, once again, chat, you're doing semantics. 880 million is pretty close to a billion. It's oh also the God. highest thing that Sony has made that they own. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing, is that, like, 
they're in the game now. That, the point is that they're playing with the big dogs, as they, yeah. as they would imagine. They beat and, the Suicide Squad. Right? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. The problem is that, you know, Endgame changed the game in terms of, like, everybody's making a billion, you know, unless you screw it up. And, uh, you know, that's, like, the new brass ring. But then COVID, and so now the game has changed again. And so now, like, expecting a billion is overreaching. But Sony's like, but we just got into the billionaire's club, and I want to make a billion again. But, yeah. like, COVID's not – COVID is certain to make me not a billion dollars at the box office. So – I need to just wait. I need to try and like play chicken with the Delta variant until such a time as we can we can make that money because I'm not going to go back to where we were when we were right. only making like we were making Resident Evil money. Yeah, no, in and for the record, guys, we keep saying a billion because it's a lot easier than going over individual amounts for every single movie we're discussing here. Eight hundred and eighty million. We made the eight hundred that's not a club. That's yeah. so anyway. Uh, I'm actually curious how fast Nine did, because I don't think any movie out right now has broken even half a million dollars. Nope. And I think that's their concern. Totally. So I think by pushing it back to January, they're letting all the Disney movies come out. Yeah. All the ones that'll get people back in the seats. To be Eternals. Like, okay. Yeah. So when one of them breaks this $800 million to a billion dollar marker, we know that's going to be a thing. Exactly. We know we're back. We're back in business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think Sony is just just playing chicken with COVID. Dan's not looking it up like I just said. He's playing with this cat in the, in the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> How much did Fast and the Furious Nine make, Dan? And I hope your cat's doing well. <laughs> Six hundred and ninety million. So yeah, that's the highest right now. And the Fast and the Furious franchise is a big considered deal. one of the big blockbusters. So. Yeah. It made family. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, no, I can totally see them just being like, we're just going to wait for this COVID thing to, to wrap up or Delta variant to wrap up or yep. laws to just go whatever. And they just like, screw you who, if you don't want to get vaccinated, there's a number of things they're going to do. Yeah. Eventually, like, we're not just going to be in a perpetual state of masks and vaccines. Things no. are going to do something. They're going to change in some way. And I feel like they have already. Like, I feel I've always been of the opinion. I've said this a thousand times, but like, I don't think that movies can sustainably make billions of dollars every year i don't think there's no. just I, I just don't think there's enough money in the in the popular culture for people to go and see and keep seeing these movies just like i don't think there's enough money for people to like spend on streaming services like i, I think that there's just there's just only so much in the world and so at this point they're kind of like everyone's just trying to get as much as they can until it bursts and sony's just like no but we just got here yeah <laughs> No, I agree. They came in at a weird time. Yeah. And uh, just to clarify, I don't think the pandemic is ever going to go away. I said things are going to change. There's going to get a point where COVID should be treated like the flu in the manner of like, here's you your, your vaccine. Yeah. yeah that's, here's your vaccine. going to be that. Exactly. And whether or not it's going to be mandatory, whether or not we're not here to talk about the politics of no. the vaccine, anti-vaccine and all that other stuff. So. Nope. Nope. I won't address it. Yep. So uh, it sounds like if you bring it up, we're, we're ending this. I'm, I'm going by. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just sit and stare at you. I just won't say anything. <laughs> Like I want Dan to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, okay, so the next thing on our list here is the Shang-Chi review embargo hasn't lifted, and it's getting a fresh rating of 93%. Um, cool. I mean, that's cool. It's, it totally goes out to the public. There's not going to be real any way to know about it. It's kind of whatever. I saw somebody give a review, like a one kind of sentence review, where they said something like, the first, like, the first half is like really cool, and then the, the, like, the last third, it just turns into a Marvel movie. You saw that DJ Woodrow Woodrow review. Wool, too, huh? Wooldridge review, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I, 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 I trust that review. Like, I feel like that's, I do too. Yeah, yeah. and I'm kind of like the question is, well, what kind of Mar like? Do you mean like? Do you mean like it's gonna look like Black Panther at the end, where like the CG is really, really bad, or do you mean like it's gonna be like Iron Man two, where you know it's just kind of lame, but it's still like satisfying. <laughs> Uh, I mean, who knows? I'm, I, I'm not surprised by this review, though. Every MCU movie comes out with within the like a 90. Lifted. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just gets altered as it's going. Except for the one that I remember, Benny, because I have a vested interest in talking about which movies did not make 90% in <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. And here I am in the comments because I'm in every comic book live show, just being sure to keep you both honest. <laughs> Thank you, Sal. No problem. You can tell our chat is being very livid today on our live show, because if you go watch this over at twitch.tv slash comic story on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, you too can tell us what we're wrong about. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So next up, I feel like 
First off, this is tied into the whole Comics Gate guy who leads the entire thing, making this and announcing that it's going to be a thing. This shouldn't even be on the list, and I'll tell you why. It came from a source that is not a news source. Right. Right off the so, bat, I'm like, no. Right. It's, and it's don't not worry, Dan, a news this website. isn't a stab at you. No, don't no, no. Worry about it. I'm just saying, like, you know what? Like, the, 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 the name of their website is deliberately deceptive, but it's not a real news source. It's a blog that's, that, that's, that's someone's what? opinion. All I want to say about it, since I didn't yeah, yeah, mention it, because I read through the topics initially, and so Absolutely. people who are watching this are going to be like, oh, what about that? Let's assume for a moment that Tom Taylor is going to give Jonathan Kent a boyfriend. Right. The argument I have with this is the exact same argument I have with the Tim Drake thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Because you know what? The There's like two relationships in comics that have ever mattered and been implemented into the storyline, and that was Spider-Man and Superman. Right. And I can't think of another relationship in comic books. And I know everyone in the chat in the comments is maybe be like, like, maybe the Fantastic Four, but only right. because like it's it's so ingrained, like they're a family. Like it's not yeah. really the, you don't read Fantastic Four to see the relationship between Sue and Reed. You watch it, you're reading it to re- see the dynamic of the whole family. Exactly. But yes, like the relationships that anybody had a vested interest in, like even Batman, one of the biggest superheroes of all time, like you know the biggest thing about his relationship was Catwoman from a few years ago. Yeah. That's it. So this is not confirmed by anything. It's a rumor picked up by a website that is intentional to get into the SEO, which makes it pop up into our news feeds once in a while. Yep. If it happens, I don't care at all. Right. Unless Tom Taylor turns the book into a gay porno, (laughs) in which case I think we have a far larger issue than Jonathan Kent going gay. Um, if he gets a boyfriend that he occasionally sees, whatever, they don't ever, nobody makes the relationship the story. No. Because at the end of the day, no one's reading Superman and Batman for their slice of life story. I would read that, but that is not the genuine populace. So. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, I, I would love to read a story that's all about Superman and Batman on their day off, just getting coffee. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a, that's a must buy for me. Yeah, (laughs) the entire issue is just them talking about what they do in their spare time. That'd be so cool, actually. Did you go to that movie you were talking about? Oh, no. Selena, she was being a real bitch about it, Clark. Yeah. (laughs) She's not here, is she? (laughs) Yeah, no, you you get the the, uh, the Key and Peele skit. Yeah. She's being a real... Into space. Bitch. Hold (laughs) on, I'm bugged. Oh, no. You said that? (laughs) Did you say bitch to Selena? (laughs) Hell, yeah, I did. (laughs) But yeah, no, I, uh, this, this whole idea, I, I honestly, I think it's one of two things. Either, either it's that side of the comic book content creators trying to feed the hate machine because of the Tim Drake announcement. Yep. Which is possible. Or Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say it's so, that would be so shrewd and diabolical to be like, man, Tim Drake has like no clout and he was trending on Twitter. Yeah. If I make up something about Jonathan Kent being gay, uh, that'll be, that'll be like triple the, thi- the 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 SEO. Right. And we know that these sources like to do that kind of a thing because while they have been right about some things, a lot of things they haven't been. It's just spe- speculation. But if it does actually happen, this is an official leak that this individual has right off the bat. Uh like I said, unless they turn it into a gay porno comic, I don't care. Like right, Jonathan doesn't really Kent, affect anything. Jonathan, of all characters too, Jonathan Kent doesn't even have a girlfriend right now. Like, <laughs> well, like for me, like Jonathan Kent, like <sighs> at least at least with Tim, we at least had the question of what happened to Stephanie. Like, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Ariana? Like, yeah. what happened to the? He's had at least three different relationships yeah. with women. To make it go like that's a little weird. John uh, with, was eleven and now he's sixteen. Like yeah, nothing's the happened. About, <laughs> the thing about John is it's just like it's just one of those things where like John shouldn't even be here, man. Like we shouldn't even be answering this question for John. <laughs> yeah, like I know. you know, John I'm should still people, be eleven, right? Learning like, how to be a superhero. Yeah. Why are dad? we talking about John's sexuality? John shouldn't even be sexual. He should be eleven years old. Like, what are we doing? Like, We're from, already in a bad spot with Superboy, right? Like, and, and that's why I'm kind of like, let's not weigh in on John's sexuality right now because we haven't even gotten to the point where we need to retcon this. Like, because <laughs> that's the priority, ladies and gentlemen. Is it, it isn't what we're gonna do with John next. It's how we're gonna fix what was ruined about this character. Like, yeah. 
you you haven't even because you're never gonna be like it, it's the it's the thing about the comic book industry that like these people who write and create comic books never think about because they're only thinking about their bottom line Substack is that they <laughs> so I like the slipping they, I don't know what you're talking about but they <laughs> they they only think it, it, they're just Ian Malcoming all over the place they're just like I, I they they're, they're just so preoccupied with whether they could they never stop and think if they should they never think about the ramifications of their actions so they just make these big decisions like they aging these, the super sons up like aging the super just one it's like if you're gonna age them both up at least then you can do something with that <laughs> but like you but killed no, probably just one the, of the best team ups in like the last 20 years. I'll be bold, you, bold enough to say that. Superboy oh. and Robin together early on was amazing. You you didn't just kill a, a decent book or a fun relationship or a decent pairing or a fun comic book. You killed the thing you're chasing because Super Sons was and could have become a great gateway book for that coveted young new reader demographic that yep. you seem to think you are getting every time that you make some uh, make some new thing that nobody buys and then go nobody wants this i i don't know it's just like super sense was one of those things where it's like oh this is it's two children who are superheroes who are in continuity part of the main story that if you can it sell was that the shonen story with yeah. characters people wanted to see grow right. and gain power. And it was could... the story that everyone likes to read in manga yeah. in US comics, and it was working! <laughs> right. Well, and you were you were going to achieve success from both ends, where it's like the hardcore comic book mainstream continuity readers were on board and endorsed it. Yeah. And new readers could jump into it, and they could both meet in the middle and go, we both like this thing, let's elevate it. And then one person came in and said, like, let's change everything. And I promise you, it wasn't for malicious reasons. It wasn't because they hated that. It wasn't because they wanted to, like, see what they could do. It was just because they had their own opinion, they had their own idea, and they didn't think about all the other things. But that's why there's, that's why you need editors. That's why you need editors-in-chief. And, like, DC doesn't have them. I, I, I was just looking at a book the other day, a high-profile book. They used the wrong tense for two. And I'm like... <laughs> Spellcheck is not an editor. <laughs> like you need a human being to read these books and like look over them, or you need an editor who's like a goalie for these things to just just devil's advocate. Like I'm not asking for someone to deliberately stand in the way of progress or 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 change, but I am asking someone to to just step in who's been there, who knows the business, and go, why are you doing that? <laughs> like if you can convince them. All the better, but then it, then it's earned, or even not even not even earned, because I don't want to suggest that like creators need to earn their way. They got there. They they earned it through whatever method, either through like the, the climb of the ladder or through other success in other arenas. But re regardless, you, you've you've legitimized it, and you and you've and you've made it better because you've tempered it through conflict. Yeah. Because conflict always breeds a better success for creativity. Any, that's my that's my two cents on Super Sons. No, I mean, you're like, not wrong. It's and it's interesting because I don't know Dan didn't put it on there because it, it probably happened I think two weeks ago and we, we took yeah. last week off because I was dealing with Marvel's Avengers, which we'll talk about in a minute. Sure. Um, but didn't Jim Lee come out and say like they're gonna they, they have a new editor in chief now? Yeah. They're gonna be they're cleaning up a lot of things. I don't think DC's gone in a bad direction. No. I what I think has happened with DC is they need someone at the helm. And right yeah. now that is Joshua Williamson, but I don't feel like his Infinite Front to Tier idea started that way. I think he's doing an amazing job of turning it into that. It's the direction we're going. But the fact that it was just so weirdly promoted and planned and Future State was half 5G and half not. That's the thing. They're just at a weird spot in general. And and Josh needs more clout. Like, it's, you, you know, Hickman is not like an editor at Marvel. I mean, right now he's not anything at Marvel, but like, he's not an editor at Marvel. And so while he was kind of shepherding the X-Men line, if any editor, like Trial of Magneto was supposed to be like a sub story in one of the X-Men titles and now is an event and probably shouldn't be because an editor told them it had to be an event. Right. Hickman could have said, no, nah, it's not an event. But like at the end of the day, you're a four contract writer. You're not an editor. You're not in charge of anything. So, you know, the only reason why Hickman was allowed to direct the line was because of his 
previous experience and the audience's reception. But at the end of the day, a leader or a person who's executively in charge can kibosh that. Josh is not an editor. And so, like, he can have this, like, this, this, this plan, but, like, he needs not just friends in higher places to help facilitate it, but he needs to be able to have the clout to say, yeah. this is the way it's going to be. And, like, you can tell that there are people at DC and, and at every company, but, like, DC and Marvel, who either don't want to do that or aren't interested in doing that or don't want to play the game or don't care. And you need them either on board or out of the way. And you, and you need, as a leader, to be able to say, I know you're going to resist this, and I'm going to have to ask you to get the, get the hell out of the way. And, like, have the ability to do that. Josh is a writer. He's not going to be able to say to, like, fellow writers, you know, he's relying on his good faith, his friendships, and his colleagues to say, like, we're going to help you make this thing happen. And that's really sweet, and it's great. But, like, at the end of the day, he's not, like, signing checks, and he's not, like, on the editor's slip that says, you need to do this. Right. So, so, it, it, so it may be Josh's vision, and I hope it is, but Josh's vision can be corrupted at any point by, like, an overzealous editor who's like, hey, I was watching, uh, you know, something... You know, I was watching Game of Thrones the other day, and I feel like, why isn't DC like Game of Thrones? And it just, just literally, it's, it could be that messed up where someone just steps in and goes like, uh, change the entire ending. <laughs> like, literally, just change the whole direction. Like, make, make, make Wonder Woman a Bat character. Make her, make her part of the Bat family. Uh, you know, they, uh, they did that. It's Batman over Legend 6. Yeah. She's in the Bat family. She's doing Bat fit. Like, why is that story even in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. She's not like, even a Gotham, I don't think. It's just like, we got a spare Wonder Woman story. Put it in that Batman anthology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a fascinating industry. Uh, and I'm constantly impressed with where it can go and what it can achieve. I just, I, I just want common sense. And I know that that's not like achievable no. all the time. <laughs> we're, we're in a weird spot. With, I mean, common sense is my entire argument on rant the other day about how convoluted Marvel makes things defined. Yeah. We're in a day and age where people want to have a five-second title that tells you the entire premise to their comic or their manga that you can read in one straight line. Yep. And Marvel's over there like, so did you read all 12 X-Men books? Well, right. you're going to be lost in Trial of Magneto because we're not even going to tell you where it fits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, with the X-Men thing, that's like a whole other beast. Like, it is, if you're reading X-Men, you're reading X-Men, you know? And if you're not reading X-Men, maybe you're just reading Wolverine. <laughs> Another, yeah. you know, but I, I hear what you're saying, and Marvel is culpable for a lot of mismanagement and and not making their books available or 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 lined up. Like you know, you, if you want to tout your shared universe and you want to make that thing a cohesive thing that everybody can jump on board with, and you want to sell these damn things to everybody, you got to make it indispensable, and you got to and you got to make the barrier to entry as thin as possible. At the end of the day, that's the that's the real key to all of it. To so selling comics, it's just you got to make it easy as hell. You got to yeah. make it so it's like so you, you know people are talking about you know you got a couple of comic book fans or maybe would be comic book fans talking about comic books and they're like, dude, you got to read this 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 new issue of whatever. Like you got to read Defenders. And they're like, oh, dude, I stole that online and I read it the other day. Or I, I maybe I'll download that later and have the person go for real. Like, you know how easy it is to get that book? Like, why would you even bother? Like, you know, you need that level of ease and comfort and convenience yeah. where it's like, it's only going to be preferable to read it by buying it and to read all of it. You know, like, dude, if you like this, you're going to have to read Guardians. Or you're going to have to read this or that, the other thing. Like, there's an event going on right now in Guardians. It's got a title and everything. I don't know. I, can't, I couldn't for the life of me name it. But like, it's, but it's happening. <laughs> I haven't been reading the new Guardians run. The, no, it's I think it, no. Is it Ward Ellis who's or yeah, No, no, it's it's uh, it's Al Ewing. But like, Al Ewing. I know it's one of the older guys that's been around. Yeah, yeah. Long. Well, not that long, but he's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not as long as the other two you mentioned. I mean, he's like, doing Immortal Hulk, and that's been amazing. And now well, constantly getting delayed. But he's done. Like he's that's, that's one more issue, and he's out. Yeah. So you know, and then he's taken over for something else. I don't remember what he's. Oh, Thor. For. I thought he was trading with Case. Oh, that's right. He's trading with Case. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He's going to Thor, and then Case is coming over here. Yeah, so. but anyway, last annihilation. Thank See, you. Yeah, chat's got. Sometimes we want you to help us. Sometimes we want you to go away. <laughs> sometimes I like talking to myself. I mean, <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Well, that's that. That's our opinion yeah. on the entire situation. Sure. It, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know why it bothers some people so much. I really don't. But whatever. That's an entire different discussion. That's nothing mm -hmm. to have here. So. Uh, next up, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever has added in Dominique Thorne to its cash. will be playing Ironheart. 
uh, Kevin Feige has confirmed this will be her debut leading into her Disney Plus series. Yep. Cool. I, fe- I feel like the so I do have an idea with this one. Okay. The retconning her. Oh yeah. I feel like what this is supposed to be is instead of making her inspired by a dead Tony, it's going to, that will still be there for her suit purposes, mm-hmm. but she's going to be more intrinsically linked to Wakanda and the Black Panther world. Oh, there's no way that she doesn't go to that school they built at the end of Black Panther in Oakland. Oh, yeah. I forgot they did that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. She's a beneficiary from that school, and uh, she's like a rising star. Maybe she got the Shuri scholarship or something. I don't know. Right, right. But, uh, yeah. No. And, and actually, it makes perfect sense. Like, it's such a good idea to just throw out the Iron Man thing. Like, she is Ironheart in name only. Yeah. But she models it after, like, Wakandan technology. Like, she's doing it because she's she's homaging Black Panther instead of Tony Stark. Such a good idea. Better idea. Then, I, I like it better. Also, it prevents them from having to drum up old members of the Tony Stark family. Oh, and and or remind explaining people of Morgan, where Morgan went, or getting back in uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. You don't see any of them. You just nope. The Wakandan people, they're all still on payroll. They're locked in for like five more movies. We just pull well, them you, in. That's the thing. You could bring in Shuri. You could bring in any of the Dora yep. Milaje. Like you got a lot of options there, and people love them. Like they people want to see them in more things, so right. it works fine. Like there's yeah. no backstory or world building really built up around Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow and Morgan since the end of Iron Man. Like, right. Iron and, Man and 3 was about as much as we got, and they showed up for Infinity War and Endgame, but, like, yeah. they weren't prominent. They were just there. No, and, and and we're good. I think, like, maybe maybe the last time we ever see Happy will be in this new Spider-Man movie, but, like, let, yeah. him, let, him, let him move on. Like, it's fine. I mean, the trailer looks like he's going to blow up, so. <laughs> yeah. Poor Happy. I hope not. I hope not. Maybe he'll be the driving force. Like, you killed Happy! <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> that they killed Happy or they used that as, like, his... Because we never had the Uncle Ben moment, so what if they had the, you know... <laughs> that would both be Happy! terrible. <laughs> I, I don't like either of those ideas. <laughs> hey, Chip Zdarsky announced that Daredevil isn't canceled after number 36 with an explosive final issue. Uh, says that the series is on pause because there will be events in upcoming issues that, quote, kind of uh, spiral out of control? Will this mean that in issue 37 or an all-new issue number one? We have no idea, but the story will be continuing, especially since issue number 38 will be the Daredevil Legacy number 650. And you know how comic books love their numbers with that in zero or five? Yeah, I think, I still think this is more PR speak. I think, I've said this before, I've had many arguments with many people. I think right now, every writer who or artist or anybody who's leaving for Substack doesn't yeah. want to burn bridges. And the last yeah. thing that Marvel wants is all of our writers are leaving and, you're, <laughs> and they're all going to come back, but it'll be in a year if they don't get paid again. I don't think they want that in the headlines. So I think what like Hickman and Chip Zdarsky and all them are doing is... Yeah. Hey guys, I'm not leaving Marvel, but I'm going to take a little bit of a break and a hiatus. So there might be like a six month gap while my current story arc ends and I go work on this and then I come back. Yeah. Yeah. I, Daredevil has sold pretty good since it started. Yeah. With the notable exception of there being like a spike thanks to actually King in Black and uh, the Electra reveal. So Daredevil has always been like a mid tier book that was always kind of in danger of being canceled just because Marvel's like, oh, a good thing that, like, enough people are enjoying, but not, like, everyone? Canceled. So letting it go away under Chip's guidance or his decision or his volition is a great idea because it allows it to end on his terms yeah. and the audience is okay with it and they won't and because he's already getting ahead of the narrative it allows for the audience to go like oh when the book comes back I don't have to think about whether I'm going to get it I'm just going to get it right because you know like if they cancel Daredevil after this arc you know when they announce Daredevil again you're assuming it's a new creative team and you know even if it's yep. Al Ewing doing Daredevil it's still going to be like oh do I want to try Daredevil again the book keeps getting canceled you know so this is a good idea it's a brilliant scheme you touched on something that actually is really is really interesting because it it, it just occurred to me how you know these creators who went to Substack are clearly trying to leave the door open or if they're closing a door they're opening a window to these to the big two because they all got a big payout at the at the start and the Substack model will pay them on a monthly basis, but who's to say that that'll sustain anybody for a year? Yeah. But on the flip side of that, Marvel and DC are losing some of their biggest creators 
James Tinian, Hickman's going over there for yep. and, and other than James Tinian, they're all like, I'm not leaving. I just have to go work over here for a little while and I'm gonna right. come right back. James Tinian's right. like, I am burning, I'm done. This is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing newsletters and comic books. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know, he's he's fine because like the last several independent books that he made are TV shows. Oh yeah, no, he's he's doing fine. I'm not saying I'm not saying his decision is a poor one. I'm mm-hmm. just saying everyone else is leaving the door open. Oh, totally. Yeah. But I think that Marvel and DC are also trying to keep it like copacetic because the last thing that they want is to indirectly promote these people the way that the image revolution started. Like when Todd and Jim and everybody left, they were like, we're leaving. And they made image. And it was like this big revolution. And they made these crazy books that everybody was buying. And they took all their audiences with them. And they edged out DC and like, as one of like the top three publishers. And so it's like, they, Oh, and their, their sales were astronomical and the money just flowed. They just, they just, they just, you know, all the money, but like, Marvel and DC don't want to do to want don't want that again. And yeah. I know that at least Stegman wants that again. Like he wants this to be the image revolution again, where it's like they're gonna create their own studios, like Extreme and Wildstorm, where it's like, oh, like Hickman's gonna be in charge of a whole team, and I got all this seed money to make this whole like group. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, when if it is successful and if they can pull in enough on a monthly basis or a yearly basis, they can pay each other that those books, which they have the right to take to Dark Horse, Image, Boom, anybody, uh, that they don't go to anybody, that they go internally, or that they, maybe they create a third party, that they all get published under. you know. And the last thing that Marvel and DC want to do is, is remind people of that or normalize that kind of thing, where they're like, these people are leaving, and if you want their stuff, you're going to have to follow them. No, no, no. Yeah. It's like, everyone's going, no, 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 no. They, they're getting their, you know, they're sowing I, their wild oats, but yeah. they'll be back to tell Thor stories again. Don't worry. I, I, I feel Nothing's like it's changing. that middle ground. Like, like, nobody wants to burn the bridge with the big two. They don't want to leave. They don't want to leave on bad terms and be like, ah, fuck everything. Well, right. You don't want to burn the bridges with your fans. You don't want to burn the bridges with the companies. You just, yeah. you want to pro- progressively go over there just like, oh, I'm just going to do a little bit over here and I'll come back a little bit. But the right. same thing they said, Marvel also does want to be like, ha, you need us to survive. Because, yeah, you don't really need them anymore. If you really, if you could really make it work elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, every other day we get news reports of, like, this writer only got $5,000 for the billion-dollar Winter Soldier project. Yeah. I, you don't need to remind them how poorly you're paying them and keeping them under lock and key and shackles. No, and, um, and they also don't need to glorify them to the point where it's like, we, we can't replace you. Like, you're irreplaceable. Like, no, 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 no. Marvel and DC just need to be like, okay, uh, Zeb Wells is going to write Spider-Man, and it's going to sell just as well as if Nick Spencer were writing it. Uh-huh. I mean, that's everyone freaked out about Tom King's Batman, but it didn't dip that much. Not, Nor did it, like, revolutionize sales, though. You know, like, it yeah. wasn't like Tom King changed the game with Batman. You know, Just Batman like Superman sa- Bendis didn't blow up. No, in fact, <laughs> Superman Bendis was, like, the harbinger of all of this, I think, because it was like, oh, it, the big name doesn't, automatically equate to sales yeah Uh oh what do we do now (laughs) so i don't know it's interesting uh i've said this before in the multi multitude of these arguments everything right now is generally a theory as to what's going on with these creators totally uh they're all they're all doing the kind of give you half truths half stories on the whole thing right now where they're like yeah we're coming back we're coming but nobody's giving dates no uh someone in our chat said there apparently there will be a daredevil announcement related to it uh august 31st will that be chip sidarski's continuation well, will here's that, the thing. Who, will that with, be the event? Who knows? With with respect to Chip, Chip is A, giving away all the monthly income that he would be pulling in from Substack to charity for the year. So he is not he's not planning, I think, on Substack being a main source of income. He got a big check, and he's like, I'm going to use this big check to pay me, and I'm going to provide you with whatever it is that you need here on Substack. But also, Chip does what he wants. Like, he, if it all imploded, if the comic book industry collapsed tomorrow, he'd still be employed because he has other skills that he can apply to other things. That's why Jim Zub doesn't care because, yeah. like, he's like, I'm, I'm paid by Wizards of the Coast. You know, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I write the comics I like and I yeah. want to. Like, I'm doing Conan. And as long as they publish Conan, I'm writing it because I love Conan. <laughs> yeah, and it's he like. Does. 
Yeah, right. And he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to scrape or or or, or you know beg or borrow or steal for anything. He just does what he wants. Same as Chip. And Chip's one of those things where it's like. If he were leaving forever or he thought that Daredevil was canceled, like he'd just say, Yeah, no, it's over. Like he just he doesn't have any vested need to lie. Because he's all like he's the one who quit Spider Man. You know, he was writing Peter Parker. It was selling really well. I'll bet if you put it neck and neck with Nick Spencer, the sales weren't too dissimilar. And he was like and, and oh, and they were like, Oh, keep doing it. And he's like, Nah, I'm good. Like I'm out of story. I'm I'm done. Like who yeah. walks away from Spider Man? And it's like a person who doesn't need it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's also he's also still a teacher at the school that he's at. Zub, yeah. Yeah, he still does like classes. <laughs> right, like he's like I have health insurance through like a school. <laughs> he's like, like I, I write Rick tenure. and Morty shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't need Marvel or DC. I mean, listen, I like it. Like and I'm not I'm not telling tales out of school. I'm not saying like he's he's badmouthing anybody. I'm just saying like he's one of the one of the rare creators like those two those two characters who are like they they have no need to lie. They have no, yeah. they, you know, if they tell you, you know, we're doing one thing or we're doing another thing, like, there's there's really no reason for them to tell you any half truths, you know, because they don't need to. There's there's no there's no problem, so, right, you know, it's exciting, uh, you know, but I but I love his Daredevil and I I don't want it to uh, go away, so you know, we'll see what happens. Right. No, but I do want to just clarify the whole thing. A lot of what Sal and I are saying about the Substack thing is just theories on the whole uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, no one knows what's happening going forward. I right. I would love no one to leave and everything to cha- to stay the way it is, but there's a lot of names who are like, "I'm out." Right. So I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm it's taking the money. Of, it's, it's a lot of people using that same thing of like, "I'm not leaving, but I'll be busy for a little while." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so Well, they they paid me a lot of money to tell you that Substack is a thing you should subscribe exactly. to. I mean, why would I not do that? <laughs> Um, as I said, the only one who straight up said he's just doing Substack is James Tynan. Tynan. Yeah, and he and Tynan's already got the shows and his other. He's he's set. He's fine. Yeah, he's got he's and and, and you know he's got a connection with DC still. Where the 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 nice house in the lake is still a DC book. So even though he left like Batman, you know he could get Black Label books. He could just go, he could do yeah. Detective again. Like he's no one. There's no bad blood in this industry right now for this, except for probably creators who were not called. About the Substack. I was, I was about to say, because Tavia mentioned Dan Slot and Bendis. We haven't heard anything about a Substack from either of those two. They didn't get a call. <laughs> what is Dan Slot doing now? Is he still on Iron Man? Fantastic Four. Oh, Fantastic Four. Okay. Who's yeah, on no, Iron Man? Uh, Cantwell. Okay. It's good. I It had a rocky start, but I'm liking it. Yes, right it now. did. Yeah. But uh, but it's still, you know, it's it's fine. So, all right. Well, I think that's pretty much everything we got here. Uh, I think so, right? Did we did we forget? Boba Fett I... ship now is named Fire Spray. Sure. Because because after what is it thirty years? Uh, more like whenever Empire came out, so 1980. Uh, so yeah, forty years, forty two years, yeah, forty yeah. years. So after forty years, the name Slave One, which I don't think is ever often referenced at all. It's not but, referenced in the movies at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think they ever mention it in this on screen. Uh, but apparently it is now a problem, so we're renaming it to Fire Spray. Yeah, Fire Spray. You know, I would have preferred Boba Fett ship. <laughs> right. Yeah, right? I, I, I don't. You know, if, if it were 20 years ago, I might have been like, this is outrageous. Now it's like, who cares? Yeah, like, I, it's, I'm still going to call it Slave One. Everyone I know is going to call yeah. it Slave One. That's like, whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is one of those things where I think, you know, a company is underestimating the staggering power of a audience that that plants its feet you know when it comes to star wars i don't know people are you know star wars fans are funny uh, chad because- is telling us that apparently fire spray is the class of ship oh. so it was always technically a fire spray that's genius you know but now, i thought but that- now in the comic book event war of the bounty hunters they are referencing it as a fire spray so that's funny because you know that sounded familiar and that was just like maybe just a, a, a latent memory from when i was a kid because I, I I knew a lot of stuff about Boba Fett before it became all irrelevant. Yeah, um, but uh, he's I, back, I, man. He met Din. You mean the Mandalore? Oh yeah, yeah. He's great. <laughs> you know, I hate Timor Morrison, but I, I I like that show and I like what he did with him. <laughs> I like his I like his whole turtleneck look. It's fun. Yeah, I'll watch that book of Boba Fett. I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
That'll Can't probably wait. be the first. I'm waiting because after all the times that we've said it doesn't matter, they haven't said any of the names in the movies. He's just gonna be like, we should totally go to the fire spray. Just no to- way. <laughs> he's not gonna say that. <laughs> There's no way. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen, right? He's gonna say thing. He's gonna be like, let's get to the fire spray. Don't forget about the fire spray. And then like, they're gonna make a Hallmark Christmas ornament of the fire spray. And then nerds are gonna cross out fire spray and write slave one and like put them back <laughs> on the shelf or. You know, make <laughs> viral videos of them being like, time for me to drive slave one around. I don't know. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. I, yeah. I, I don't like it in terms of spirit. You know, it's like, don't just, don't change things because you think you're doing, like, Disney, you're not a person. You're not doing anybody a favor by changing the name of a fake spaceship for a fake character I mean, in they, a fake universe. They've been changing a lot of things lately, though. Cutting out portions of movies, getting yeah. rid of movies. So It's so gross and stupid. Like, it's so stupid. You know, like, I get Disney, like, making, like, curating a park so that it can, like, seem perfect. Because that makes you a lot of money, you know? But it doesn't apply to everything. And if you're in the business of making films, you are, for better or worse, making art. And when you try to change it to satisfy some hidden narrative or some, you know, perceived desire to make things better, like, for whom? From what perspective? You're a company. You don't actually have, like, an opinion about anything. You, right. You don't have, like, a like a stance. So to sanitize, to edit, to censure, it, it just it just makes you the bad guy. Whether it's, whether it's removing sensitive things or changing names that are seemingly, you know, insensitive. I, you know, some say that there are a lot of racial stereotype characters in Star Wars. Yeah. Should we, should we replace them because we perceive that? Like, I don't know why... Slave One is called Slave One. But I'm pretty sure it's not because it's about American slavery. <laughs> I agree. Right? I, I'm sure it's I, probably because there's a slave drive in programming. <laughs> you know, who knows why they called it that? But I promise you it isn't that. But it, it, it's not your responsibility, Disney, to change it, to guess what why it was called that, and to, to try and, like, get ahead of like the, the future's reaction and being like, I can't believe they didn't change that. Like, see what irritates me about these changes. Okay. If something was done in a movie 20, 30, 40 years ago, it was okay. Then it's okay now. Yeah. Cause I agree with you on the whole corporate. They're, they're a corporation. They're not an individual person. Right. They're not changing things like slave one it's exactly what you just said. They're not changing it for the sake of, oh, well, we we we, we know that it's wrong and we're going to change it. They're changing it now so that when they use it in the book of Boba Fett, people don't make a Twitter f***ing hashtag yeah, exactly. and try to cancel it. Yeah, They're getting yeah. ahead of that. That's all yeah. they're doing. But exactly. anyway, this has been a weird episode of Absolute Comics, but I hope you guys enjoyed. My name is Benny. That is Sal. Check me out at Comic Story and check him out at Comic Pop and go check out our sponsor, G Fuel. Use the code COMICS at checkout. And that's today's episode. I hope we didn't offend. 